0: Hey, hey, Mark Simpson is joining me today. Mark, introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and what it is that you do.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, So my name is Mark Simpson and I am the founder of a company called Boostly. Uh, I help short-stay accommodation owners all over the world I get more direct bookings. I show them, I give them all the tools, I give them all the training and advice. And yeah, my, my whole thing is all about giving um, hospitality owners, doesn't matter whether it's a hotel, bed and breakfast, person with one rental property or a 100 rental properties, um, just give them all the advice that they need on how they can increase their direct bookings and not have to rely on booking.com, Airbnb, or any big third party to do it. And um, I've been doing that for, for four years now. Um, I am sat right here in my family hospitality business. It's called The Granary, which is a farmstay, 14-bedroom B&B, three holiday cottages in Scarborough, North Yorkshire Moors. Uh, I actually live in Spain, but we're just chatting before we recorded this. And uh, I came over to the UK on the 11th of March for a, an event and awards show with my family we, we from Javier in Spain, and we just haven't been able to get back since. So we jumped in a rental car. We're now up in Scarborough. We've been here on, on lockdown since. But um, yeah, it's been, it's been really good to, to be sort of back here uh, with the family. Uh, but most importantly, I've used this time over these last five, six weeks to really step up the help to hospitality owners because and we're going to obviously talk about it loads in, in this session about how third parties have treated hosts, how uh, so many people have, have had lost thousands of, of revenue in business. And most importantly, what we've been doing has been showing them how they can get bookings on the other side and, and, you know, not only survive these crazy times, but thrive on the other end.
0: Absolutely, and that's exactly why I wanted you to join me. And I'm very, very grateful to have some time with you today because I know you have been super, super busy sharing all of that information and really doubling down on offering as much help, advice, support for holiday homeowners, short-stay providers out there. So let's kick off with what it is that you've actually seen have been the effects of the lockdown on the UK short-stay market so far, Mark.
1: So I think everybody that's tuning in will know that the big word was cancellation. Um, I think we're chatting off air. Uh, we, we were obviously at the short stay show on the 12th of March, which is in London. And I think from the 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th of March, when it really kicked in and so many hosts. So I'm the founder and the admin of the hospitality community Facebook group. We've got 4,000 members all around the world, but about two thirds of that are UK based, UK and Ireland based. Yeah. So the, the message that was, was in there, again, people were coming in, they were panicking, they were nervous, they were scared, you know, it was every sort of emotion um, that we, we sort of went through. And, 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 I, and I likened it to a death, you know, the, the, all the grieving stages that you go through post uh, somebody that, you know, passing away. I think people were sort of going through it from anger to sadness. And we're of now at the acceptance stage and yeah you know there's been so many conversations that have been had i think the main the main thing that i've been saying since day one and i've been doing daily live videos on my on my facebook page every single day and i made that commitment during lockdown to sort of give help and advice and just to you know have a sense of community uh, because it can be very lonely you know as, as everybody knows you know there's Some people are lucky, like I am to be here with my family, but some people, you know, it's literally on their own or they're very lonesome. And, you know, and everybody's sort of gone to this crazy online world. So I just wanted to have a support network group on a daily basis where people could check in, touch base with hospitality owners. And the main phrase that I've been saying to everybody is don't go dark, you know, we've, we've been sort of consistently saying that we've been also been pushing the change, not cancel approach. Yeah, uh, We've been sharing so many different ways and advice and tactics and tips and it's been, it's been altering, it's been changing, you know, the word that we love pivoting, it's been pivoting yeah. a lot. It's been, we, we, we've done it consistently and we've done, we've done it so much so, but yeah, I think right now where, where we're at, with um government money starting to come through finally and people getting it some people aren't getting it but there's been so many success stories that you know i want, I want to share with you so many tactics and tips that we, that we can share that will mean that people like i say they don't have to be scared anymore they can have a clear plan of, of what's going to happen on the back end of this over the coming weeks and months
0: Yeah, most definitely. I think you've likened that so well because it was such a shock, wasn't it? For owners, one minute, everything's going absolutely fine. We're heading into spring, heading into summer, busiest seasons, and then this hits. And absolutely, you've seen so many different emotions out there. And I think it's absolutely amazing what you've been doing. So how are owners surviving? What I've seen a lot of has been movement towards owners adding new services, their pivoting as we said changing direction and in order to just keep the ball rolling to come through the other side in a stronger position what sort of creative ways have you seen owners taking control of their businesses
1: right now so in the uk obviously um since the since the 23rd of of um of march the only people that we can host or hosts can take in are key workers. And key workers falls under, you know, so many different brackets. And there's obviously some other little stipulations as well to this. So the creativity of people has been really inspiring. Uh, The advice that we were given straight from the start was focus on your local Facebook groups. Um, These local Facebook groups and what I've noticed is that there's been specific COVID-19 local Facebook groups being set up. So one of the advice that I was passing on was, listen, the whole demographic, I mean, if you can take bookings, because bearing in mind, there are some people like us right here. We are in the middle of the North Yorkshire Moors. We are miles away from any nearest hospital. So we have just had to close. There's There's nothing we could have done. But for those you know, from the service accommodation world or those have got rental properties in and around cities to town centers, etc. The advice that we've been given is from the start is get on these local Facebook groups, just keep posting up daily. Um, and the, it's, it's so crazy now, but our unique selling point, our USP as they call it in, in marketing terms has changed dramatically. It used to be you know, come and see our amazing, you know, see our amazing views or check out our lovely beds or, you know, we've got Netflix. But now it's how clean is your property? What is the cleaning process? Um, you know, what is the cancellation policy? What is the you know, these are the sort of questions and the things that are going through so many people's minds. And it, and it's crazy. And that's not only going to be a USP for now, for April, but it's going to be for May, June, July. August is going to be what people are caring about. So the first mm-hmm. sort of tidbit that I would give for everybody, and I hope they're making notes of this, is that your unique selling point, so the, the listing sites that you're on, the front page of your website, you have to be super detailed in the cleaning process and how you do clean, like what are, what steps are you taking? And again, the hosts that have been um, explaining this the best being the host that have been able to, to win back. So they're going into these groups and they're posting up daily about the accommodation that they offer. Um, but also as well, they've taken, taken it a step further. Um, one of our Boostly Academy members, uh, she uh, picked up the phone and contacted a local hospital and got asked to get put through to the PR department. And basically what happens was is this PR department, they are the, like the hospital trust. They're the ones that help Nurses and doctors and people that are, you know, on the front line get accommodation. So If you have to bring people in, they help get any accommodation. And she was the first to do this. Now, obviously, by now, five weeks in, they're being inundated with people that can help. But she was one of the first to move. And she has been fully booked since the 16th of March, which is fantastic. And she's got properties in Manchester, spread around Manchester, and been, been fully booked. Now, her unique selling points was number one. It's a straight one bus route from door to door, hospital to our accommodation, one bus. And she explained this in the email that she sent. She had a a, a special rate, obviously, for the NHS staff. And this was before that we discovered that the the NHS were actually helping with accommodation. And we can get onto that in a second. So, this is when, uh, this is before all of that. So, again, really clear with the USPs, fully laid out the cleaning plan and process to obviously keep. NHS staff um, safe. And, and, and that's been a, a, a big, big win. Um, one of the podcasts, so I've been doing these daily podcasts, daily live videos. And one of the, one of the episodes, I interviewed six other hospitality owners from around the UK. Five of them were in service accommodation. One of them was in, was, was a BnB and b owner. And I'll talk about the b b owner in a second. Cause that was what she's done is, is amazing. It's not even to do with hospitality, but um, the, the, the overwhelming message from the five service accommodation people that I interviewed, they all said the best thing that they did was utilize free to free Facebook groups. Amazing. Um, by doing that and taking t- taking the time out. But very quickly, uh, Georgina um, is her name from the she's a and B owner in the northwest of, of, of the UK. Obviously, when all of this went down, she lost all of her bookings, you know, Northwest Blackpool Life from St. Anne's, it's heavily tourism, tourism related, lost all of her bookings. Um, you know, she had that 24 hour pity party, you know, she got drunk, had a cry, woke up the next day and put a plan to action. So she came into the Boosley Academy. So we've been doing not only have we been doing daily live, calls um, that daily live videos, sorry, daily live podcast on my Facebook. I've got my private group, which is the Boosley Academy. I've started doing weekly calls instead of doing the usual monthly one, we've been doing it weekly. And she came onto the weekly ad academy uh, group session and she was explaining you know, that the overwhelming message from the group was that she should try and look and pivot and do something and do something with what she can do. And we, we gave tons of ideas and she picked up one and she took a picture of a breakfast menu and that she's well known for a breakfast. The breakfasts are great, they do pancakes and all sorts. And she took that picture and posted it on Facebook. She posted it on a, on a Facebook wall, on, and she posted it in local groups. And she just said, who, it's just an idea, just throwing it out there. If we were to offer breakfasts, these are our pancakes, they're stunning and all these, who would be interested? And the response, the engagement in that one post was better than any other post that she'd put out on Facebook for the whole of 2020. Amazing. And, Then she put a price to it. Then she put, um, a delivery radius on it. She explained how it would work and she started to get orders. And then she got more orders and she got more and more orders. And then, you know, she had a celebratory, got drunk again, woke up the next day and just kept on going. And then she had an epiphany. She started to offer afternoon teas because this is around Easter and people were celebrating, and they couldn't go anywhere. People had birthday parties. They couldn't go anywhere. So she started off on afternoon teas. She's now doing more afternoon teas than breakfasts. She's got a, a really good income coming in from this, so much so she messaged me yesterday going, when we opened the b and B, I I literally don't know what to do here with this. You know, She obviously wants to keep it going, but you know, you've got to balance the finances and stuff. And so she's at that point now where she could come out with this with a totally separate business, a totally yeah. separate income. She could hire people to help her do it for her. And she could come out with this with a massive win now obviously the the afternoon teas aren't covering all of the b and b cost, but it means bills are getting paid, it means that yes. you know food is put on the table which is which is so keener right I know
0: yeah, and it means that there's a, there's a path forwards. she can see into the future that she's going to come out the other side, which is that first twenty four hours that you mentioned it was just everybody was so shocked what on earth are we actually going to do and you've mentioned using facebook groups to start with your marketing so let's have a chat about marketing and how important it is and you've always always talked about the importance of your own marketing when, when we've spoken before i've recorded a podcast several podcasts with you in the past and your message has consistently been take control of your own marketing and that's outside of the listing sites or the OTAs and I think it has now become extremely apparent apparent how important it is that people do have control of their own bookings because as we know the reaction of the OTAs was to cancel every single booking and refund every single penny to all of the guests so that's obviously had a massive effect and there was major uproar of course from holiday home owners short stay providers because these otas have completely overridden any cancellation policy that we as individuals already had in place with their own cancellation policy so that's made it extremely obvious that the majority of our business really needs to be under our own control not that we would go with Well, we'll enforce the complete cancellation policy as in we'll keep every penny, but it means that we have that connection with the guest, the direct connection with the guest. It means we can communicate with them, show them that we're both on the same side, we both want a really good outcome, and we have the ability to, as you said at the beginning, to rebook rather than cancel. And it gives us back a lot of control. Whereas the rug was just whipped out from underneath every single short stay provider. What's your take on? on the way that it was handled by the OTAs and how we can move forwards, particularly for people that have historically relied on OTAs. What, what do you think their position should be now as owners?
1: Um, I think this is the one thing that um, has meant that so many people have started to come into my world a lot more over the last couple of weeks, maybe more than the last four years, is that since day one, since 2016, I've been talking about one thing, which is don't build your house on someone else's land. You know, yeah. you, you have to, have to, have to make sure that you're not putting all of your eggs in that one basket. And I know there's that's loads of metaphors that I'm throwing out there, but the, the prime example of this is Airbnb. Um, it was round about the, the middle of March. Yeah. They didn't consult us. They didn't let us know. And when I say us, I mean hosts. They simply not only just sent an email, it was a push notification on everybody's mobile phone, everybody's account, every every tablet. And not only that, they pre-populated the message that was sent to hosts, which is crazy. And I know from the Facebook groups that I'm a part of, the hospitality community and all the other Facebook groups that are out there, I know that there are people who over relied on airbnb specifically in the states and there's so many uh, people that love airbnb maybe because it was usa founded you know maybe because the the ceos and the founders are all american but i know that there are people in the states that rely 100 percent on bookings from airbnb and over the course of 48 hours there's nothing they could do they didn't have the contact details. They didn't have any of that information where they could be proactive and get in touch with the guest because Airbnb had already made that decision for them. Now I know they are stuck between a rock and a hard place, yeah. but you have to have to have to do everything that you can to get that booking. And it's not just so much of um, getting a getting a booking just so you're not paying that extra couple of um, pounds in, in commission. The main reason is is that it's your guest. It's your cancellation policy. It's your rules. You know, you've got all the contact details, the email, the phone number. And yes, I think 99% of the people that are watching this wouldn't have gone, nah, you're not having anything, check your insurance. You would have been accommodating. But again, you've got the power to do that. You can have a one-on-one conversation. You can pick up the phone and you can go, you know what, Elaine, I totally get it. You can't come and stay with us. You know, lockdown, I totally agree. But instead of canceling this, you know, let's look at changing it for a date in the future. And just, yeah. you know, and, and the advice I was giving to everybody is just be super vulnerable and just say, you know, Elaine, listen, um, I'll be honest. Our whole year has been ruined. We, we're, we're in a vulnerable position right now. If we refund everybody, then, you know, there may not be a place to come back to. So yeah. it would be in a lot to us if instead of canceling, we just move it to any date in the future. And I guarantee you doesn't matter what date you move it to, you can move it again and it'll be at no extra cost. You know, and you can give them like an incentive to say even, even more so than that, we'll just knock up like 5% off the total fee just to, as, as a show of appreciation to us. And again, there's, there's some really good surveys and studies that have been put out over the course of the last couple of weeks from Fuel Travel, um, F-U-E-L Travel, based in America, based in Myrtle Beach. And they've, been, they've got 15,000 guests on their database that they've been able to survey. And over... 70 percent of the people that they surveyed when they put to them that scenario have said that they would look to support the business and by moving instead of canceling which is overwhelming but again we were not given that opportunity by airbnb and then you add to it what booking.com did which in my opinion was even worse is that they said listen i don't care what your cancellation policy is you are going to refund that guest. And if you don't refund that guest, then we're going to give them the money back. And then we're just going to bill you. Take it out of your direct debits, which is that step further. So to answer your question, the long game of this is that, again, this is probably meaning why Boostly has been so busy because I do website design, obviously the training that I do, I talk about Book Direct, is that so many people now, Instead of just being on Airbnb without having a website without having a PMS or a channel manager, and now looking at being multi channel and not just putting all of their eggs in one basket and again, this is a, a hospitality chat, but it 's the exact same thing that you would do with investing it 's the yeah. exact same thing that you would do with anything where, where you put in your money and you don 't just put all of your all of your investment into oil because you 'd be screwed you, know, you don 't have to put all of your oil into stocks and shares you 've got to spread your portfolio it 's one of the things that all of these financial wizards have been talking about and it's the same with hospitality. It's the same with marketing your business. You don't just rely on Airbnb. You don't just rely on booking.com. You don't just put it all on Facebook We just don't put it all on Instagram because something like this could happen. And I've been saying this for four years that, and the example that I was giving was like a tongue in cheek one, saying, well, what happens if Facebook just disappears? Which, you know, very unlikely that it'll happen, but that scenario has happened where instead of it's disappearing, your bookings have disappeared. And, you know, Airbnb, Booking.com, Expedia Group, they are all struggling right now. They're not going to go away because they've got a ton of money in reserve and they are getting ready for when the world reopens. A third of the world is on lockdown right now. They are getting ready because then they are going to massively market and get people to keep coming back. So. What you all need to be doing now is you need to be getting ready. And again, I can share all of the tactics and tips on what you need to be doing right now to get ready to make sure that you can get these bookings in.
0: Yes, please. What I'd like to do before we finish our session today is really try to give listeners three key areas that you can advise short-stay providers to focus their efforts on with marketing to be ready post lockdown, when we're coming out the other side, what are they getting ready for? Where should they be placing their attention? Especially owners um, that have consistently in the past relied on OTAs. They've thought, no, I don't need to do my own marketing. I don't know how to market. I can't deal with the tech. All of the worries that people have about doing their own marketing. Have I got a budget? Where am I gonna budget for that? How How can I take hold of all of this? I just don't understand the process. How can people like that get started and stay visible right now?
1: Yeah. So the first thing that everybody needs to be doing, and ideally you would all have a PMS, a property management software. When I say that, I mean things like free to book, book a let, super control, you know, Toki or whatever. Hopefully you've got that because this will make your life a lot easier. First thing that you need to do is go into the reporting system that they give you. And if you don't know how to find this, call your PMS and they'll send it to you. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna go through everybody who has stayed with you over the last 12 months. And you're gonna do something that I like to call the Pareto Principle, the 80-20 rule. So you're gonna find those 20% of guests that have brought in 80% of your profit over the course of the last year. Basically, in simple terms, you're looking for your top 10 customers. And what you're gonna do, because you'll have all of the phone numbers, You're going to pick up the phone, each one, and you're going to call them. And what you're going to try and do, number one, the ideal outcome is to get a booking. So you can go along the lines of, um, hey, Elaine, so you came and stayed with us last year. Thank you so much. I hope you and the family are all well. Um, We're just wanting to know, coming out of lockdown, uh, are you planning on taking any trips anywhere? We'd love to see you again. You can literally be as upfront as that, have that conversation. Now, the reason why you can do this is because, number one, you've already got that no like, love, and trust factor. It's not like yes. you're just cold calling somebody in the phone book and just going, hey, do you fancy a holiday? <laughs> they already know who you are. They already envision a the property. They've already, because you're picking out your top 10 customers, you know they absolutely love and adore you. And then you've also got to get into the mindset that they've just been locked away for six weeks. And I don't know about you, but I have been ready to go, away and find somewhere new, you know, you've got to have something to look forward to. This is why people love to go on holiday. This is why people love the tourism. It's why it brings in so much money to our economy is because people love to have something to look forward to. It's why they go to work. It's why they do all the things. It's why they, they scrimp and scrape because then they have that thing of enjoyment. And now more than ever, people are looking forward to, again, going back to that fuel survey, only 3% out of over 15,000 people that were surveyed said they would not travel in 2020. And as well, you've got to throw into the fact as well that there are, on on average, on a yearly basis, 30 million people go on cruise holidays. Now, where are they going to go? You know what I mean? They're not going anywhere. People are going to stay at home. People are going to stay in the UK. The word stay Vacation is going to be massively overused. The UK Tourism Association are going to be massively, massively pitching and promoting. it in every newspaper, TV ad, billboard, you can name it. So you've got to get ready for that as well. People are, instead of jumping on a plane and flying to the other side of the world, to Bali or America or whatever, they're going to be jumping in their car and they're going to be going and traveling the UK. So you've got to be ready for that. So pick up the phone, call your previous guests, and ask if they want to come and stay with you this year. You can tell them about your new policies. I would encourage everybody to have a worry-free policy for the rest of uh, 2020, i.e. they make the booking with you, they pay in full, but for whatever reason, up until a certain time frame, and you can set that, they can move their stay free of charge with no penalties. Because, again, going back to the survey, the two big words that came out of it, was that number one the main worry of travellers? If they were to book right now, was safety, and I'll touch upon that in a second. But also as well was cancellation. So yeah. they 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 are sat on the fence to make that booking because they are unsure what's going to happen in the next few months, whether this all comes back again, or yes. you know, literally aliens invaders because the Pentagon has said that UFOs are coming to the world. And every nobody now cares. And again. <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares but again they just they just need to know that they if they're gonna invest a grand into a holiday that. But- and what happens if it, you know, if it can't make it? So again, you need to have worry-free cancellation policies. Everybody needs to be doing it. But also as well, you need to be double letting everybody know about your cleaning processes that you're going to be putting into place. Whether that's now you need to invest in these ozone machines that you can find on, on Amazon that, that cleared the whole of the property uh, in, in, in a few hours, including viruses and whatnot, or whether you've got to uh, invest in that really good cleaning company that you've been putting off to do so. But those are the sort of things that you need to be doing. If when you call that guest and you've had a nice chat to him and they go, you know what, Mark, Um, I would really love to, but we just can't do it this year. You're going to finish with, do you know anyone? Because the power of do you know anyone is, is massive. And it's the thing that we don't do at all. So just because your number one guest can't come to stay with you, doesn't mean that they can recommend you to somebody. And you can just go, listen, do you know anybody? Um, I'd really appreciate it if you could just put that post out on Facebook or put a post out or put an email out to people that you may know. know, And because it's them doing it, that's the social proof. One of the main reasons why people go uh, visit a restaurant or a cafe or a holiday is through word of mouth. It's not the amazing marketing that you're doing. It's not that hundred pound you're going to spend on Facebook ads or whatever else you're going to do. It's through word of mouth. The problem is, is that we don't ask for it enough. We're scared. We're scared to ask for somebody to say something nice about us, even though we've got an amazing business. So again, that do you know anyone is is, is crucial. You do that on one call, nothing may happen. But you do it over 10, I guarantee you will get results. And I don't care what level of computer ability you have. You've got a mouth, you've got ears, and you're sociable. And if you're scared to do that, if you're scared to pick up the phone and talk about your business and talk to your customers, then I'm afraid your business won't be here this time next year because you're going to have to start doing things now that you're not used to doing. The whole landscape has changed. We, you, those of you that have relied heavily on Airbnb and booking.com, whether you like it or not, you're lazy because it's the easiest way of getting a booking. Just put it up on Airbnb, put it up on booking.com, you'll get a booking. That sound. But for those of you that have been proactive, that have been following my tips and advice and other people's tips and advice on direct bookings, you're the ones right now that are sat on a really nice email list of guests that you can contact. You're the ones that have got a real nice steady throw of direct bookings that you've been able to move. And those of you that have been building up your Facebook following and whatnot, so you can, you can massively win here. The least that anybody can do is to have the courage to pick up the phone and call one of the people that love them the most. they have given them the most money, your top 10 customers and have a conversation with them. That's what anyone can do. And I wish everybody will do that today after this, watching this video or tomorrow when you've plucked up the courage.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And if you need a bit of a boost to do that, I mean, head to my Facebook group, head to Mark's Facebook group. There's a whole raft of people who are in there and everybody is really supportive. And if you need to just type in there, <laughs> look, I'm really nervous to pick up the phone. You're going to have people yeah. commenting. They're going to be behind you. Do it. You can do it. Absolutely mm-hmm. fine, and as Mark has said, you're starting with your top ten, your favorite customers. They know I like, and trust you, so it's a it's an easy, easy win. It's an easy place to start. All right, mm-hmm. so you've given some really, really good tips there, Mark. I really appreciate that, and I know that people listening and watching today are going to get a lot from this, and especially those who have inherently lied on, relied on the OTAs in the past. And what do you think the future is going to look like from an OTA or listing site perspective moving forwards how do you think that owners are going to behave towards otas moving forward and how are the otas going to behave towards us
1: as hosts well first and foremost they're not going to change how they treat us i think they've pretty much put their eggs in their basket it uh, doesn't matter what pr moves come on the back of this you know within a couple of months it'll be right back to the start because um, the one thing that I do not encourage people to do is to kick the toys out of the plan and delete all the listings because that's a foolish move because you're leaving money on the table. Booking.com, well sorry, Booking Holiday Group and Expedia Group, um, they are in the top ten spenders of ad revenue in the whole world that's not just hospitality that's including amazon and coca-cola and all those massive brands they spend billions making sure that people get onto their website you just cannot compete with that so you have to have a visibility on there i'm not saying leave but what i reckon hosts will start to do is that they will start to invest more in property management software in channel managers and becoming multi and omni channel so those of them are only just on Airbnb. We'll start to look at Booking.com. We'll start to look at Holiday Lettings. They'll start to look at all of the things. They'll get a PMS and a channel manager that, that connects it. The relationship. I mean, Airbnb have tried really hard since 2010, 2011, when they first got going over in San Francisco to build it up as as the hosts. You know, uh, Brian Chesky and his co-founders. They spent ages and spent months going and staying with hosts in New York and getting those hosts to build their, basically their platform. They asked their feedback, they built it up and they built up this sense of community, which is probably why in America, they've got such loyal followers. But I have seen in the space of a month, even the most loyal supporters turn on them. These are the same people now who are putting lawsuits in front of them and, and, and all of those things. So again, they're just going to be treated now like any other listing site, like any other OTA. And it's going to be super interesting to see what happens with Airbnb and all these companies. I mean, they're all going to be here because they've got tons of money sat in, in, in reserve. They're just sat on it and waiting. The, the way it looks for hosts moving forward is that I think they're going to get more smarter I think they're going to realize that it's not so hard to market the business properly. And because there's a ton of advice out there, like the advice that you give, and, and on, on the podcast, the one that's over at Boostly at the hospitality community. I mean, I've got over 40 hours of videos just on a YouTube channel. And that's just, that's just me. There's, there's loads of other people out there that give such amazing advice on marketing and tactics and techniques. And, you know, you can just go to YouTube to find it, on Facebook to find it. And I think people will realize that they can they can do this. It's not as hard as what people make out to think or what marketers make them think it is so then they pay their money to do it for them. So um, I really do hope that everybody starts to do this. Everybody gets a website that actually looks good. That's not built from like 1999. You know, you get a decent website, you update it, you get it ready for 2020, 2021. Um, you get a, a booking engine, a PMS, you know, you get ready for this because again, a lot of you are gonna be starting from a walking start, but there's a lot of you that are hitting the ground running. And over the last four weeks, I've seen so many people from my world who have been visible, have been posting daily on social media, that have been sending emails, keeping in contact with their guests, and their guests are literally ready to book. People are literally gagging to book. There's a a member of the Boosley Academy. She sent me this today. Uh, She's based in Missouri, and the state has just opened up. She sent an email to a MailChimp email list, and within 24 hours, she had over $1,500 of direct bookings revenue booked in and that's just from one email which is which is amazing but that's just one email and it can be done people are gagging (laughs) to come and stay with us they're just waiting for a bit of more of more certainty so again everybody that's tuning in Everybody that is uh, is is catching this. I hope that you're making notes. And you know, if you want to get more in depth, then like I say, all you need to do is go to booster.co.uk. Come and join the hospitality community. Go check out the YouTube channel, the podcast. You've literally got it there. Whatever medium you like, and yeah. just just put it into practice. Whatever you learn, implement. And that's all. That's all I ask.
0: Most definitely. That's amazing. Mark, thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat with us today. Before we just close up for today, because I know you, you've you got a busy week ahead as always, just remind us about the book Direct Map. That was yeah. something that we talked about and now it must be the perfect place for people to start rethinking. It's another uh, arm that they can reach out with to to try and bring in more bookings tell us about the book direct map
1: so talking about pivot is actually pivoted Um, so it's now called the book direct membership so what i was thinking and this was back in february was um the book direct map is is great and you know um i was thinking well what is a, a another pain point Of of business owners, not just hospitality owners, but of business owners, and and one of the things that I realised, especially after speaking to, I mean, I'm I'm really fortunate. The hospitality community has got 4,300 members all over the world. It's got a 92% engagement rate, so the members they're really engaged, and. in, in, in all the things that I do, I've now got a thousand clients. So website, Boostly Academy, and the Book Direct membership. So I, I'm really fortunate. I'm able to sort of go in and survey and find out the big pain points. And when, specifically when it comes to about not going dark. So that thing that I said about stop posting. There's guests that are still hosts that are still posting daily and are getting so much reach and engagement. But the problem is, is that they um, didn't know what to post. Having to always come up with content was so hard. So. In February, late February, just before we met actually at the Swords Stage Show, I reached out to a buddy of mine who's got an agency in Liverpool and I was talking to him about this. And he's got, a, he's got an in-house copywriting team and design team. And so he basically said that together what we could do is we could have it where his in-house design team would create every month. 30 pieces of content for Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. The images would be suited for each size because Instagram is more square, where um, Facebook is more fuller and, and LinkedIn and whatnot. And obviously for stories as well, Facebook or Instagram stories in vertical mode. And what also as well, the written content would be 80% done. That leaves 20% of personalization and you know where you can personalize and, and, and around your wording. And it's 30 fresh every month, so between 30 and 40. So um we went with it i created it it's called social media sorted and i put it as part as the book direct map so instead of just calling it book direct map we now call it the book direct membership and it's 9.99 a month and i'm fixing that price for the rest of the year i was going to put it up because the social media sorted is you know i'm working with the agency and they're quite expensive so i'm yeah. i'm sort of, sort of covering that cost so i'm keeping it at 9.99 a month and with that you get those that content, which is, which is amazing. And I get tagged on a daily basis now on Instagram, on Facebook, from hosts that are posting it out there and it looks amazing. The images are so cool. And then another part of it is you get access to the book direct map. So the book direct map, it's a listing site that is all about booking directly. Basically BookDirectMap.com is a, it's a map, basically just a big map. And people go on there, the the, the public go on there and they go, right. I want to go to Javier. They type in Javier. They put in the dates they're looking for. And there's no fancy algorithms. It's just literally map-based. So it's not cheating the system, the things that I show everybody to do with Airbnb and whatnot. It's literally, there's no algorithms. It's just, where do you want to go? Where do you want to be near about? And here's the website to go and book with them directly. And we, we list off the benefits of booking direct, which is, which is again, really cool. It's the fastest growing uh, paid listing site that's out there. It's promoted in Facebook groups and all other things that we do, which is cool. And then the third part is I've put all of my... I've got 40 hours worth of training videos, tutorial videos. It's step-by-step guides on how to do email marketing, how to set up Facebook properly, how to do Facebook ads properly, how to do email marketing, all the things that we've talked about on this tonight. I do step-by-step guides and um, all of that is part of the book direct membership. And yeah, that's nine ninety nine. 99 and yeah, it's, it's, it's going crazy. Like There's so many people joining. The, the current members are referring new members to join, which, which, is, which is awesome. And yeah, it's, it's coming up to 500 members, which is great. And uh, yeah, it's nine ninety nine dollars a month. Uh, no contracts, you can cancel any time. And it comes with a full money-back guarantee. So if you don't get a return of your investment in new direct bookings after 12 months, I just give you it all back.
0: Amazing. But
1: yeah, it's going really well. So that's boostly.co.uk forward slash B. Bertie D for Derek M for mother BDM
0: amazing thank you and that is the perfect note to finish on so appreciate your time as I've said Mark it's just a pleasure always a pleasure to chat to you and for you to share some of the amazing info and of course just from speaking to all the people that you have over the last crazy lockdown month that we've had so far thank you for being part of the short stay virtual summit and we'll see you soon cheers bye for now (laughs)
1: Bye-bye.